welcome to KaneCast, a podcast that provides commentary on the economy and financial markets by the Kane Anderson Rudnick Investment Management Team. Hello, this is Jordan Greenhouse, Managing Director with Kane Anderson Rudnick. And with me today, I have John Christensen, Portfolio Manager and Senior Research Analyst of the Kane Anderson Rudnick Small Cap Core Portfolio. John, thank you for your time today. John, the fourth quarter of 22 saw some improvements in equity returns supported by the expectation of the Fed potentially slowing down their tightening cycle. Can you discuss some of the key additional factors that supported these good returns in the equity markets during the fourth quarter? Of course. 2022 has been a real roller coaster for the markets, with the first three quarters feeling like an endless fall before Q4 was more positive. But when you look at the individual months in 2022, we had six positive months and six negative ones. So a roller coaster, I think, is a good analogy. As we move through the year, investors have worried about everything from inflation to war to supply chain delays to recession fears to atmospheric rivers and cyclone bombs that are impacting the drought-ridden western U.S. But you're correct in that Q4 felt like investors were getting more comfortable with an impending recession and hopes that the Fed would become less hawkish. So the combination of investors putting money to work after being down three straight quarters, as well as taking a longer-term view for the economy enhanced returns for the Russell 2000 in Q4, which rose 6.2%. We are not completely out of the woods yet in terms of the markets. And as you know, last year at this time, we had unexpected events such as the Ukraine war throw expectations into chaos. Even within Q4, it was a, it was volatile as the year was. The Russell 2000 was up 11% in October, then up 2.3% in November, but fell 6.5% in December. Again, a roller coaster not unlike 2022 as a whole. And when looking at the overall attribution in Q4 for the Russell 2000, energy, materials, and industrials were the sectors that held up best and are usually more associated with lower quality businesses. So indeed, when you look at the metrics between low and high quality, it was skewed towards lower quality in the quarter overall. When looking at, at statistics, including S&P stock rankings, beta, and balance sheet strength. So the volatility in the market we saw showed up in the lower quality names doing better, which is historically what has happened. What were the names that detracted most from the performance of the small cap core portfolio during the quarter? And what were some of the names that contributed positively? In terms of detractors from the portfolio in the quarter, they were Manhattan Associates, Aspen Technology, FTI Consulting, LCI Industries, and Akushnet Holdings. Let's discuss FTI. So FTI provides financial, legal, and operational and regulatory advisory services. The company has leading reputations in several of its practices, which we believe allow it to better compete for talent and participate in the largest engagements globally. Growth was good in the quarter, but higher expenses led management to lower 2022 EPS guidance, driving downside to the share price. You know, we view these expenses positively as investments in the firm's reputation and human capital, which are its primary competitive assets. 
The company has also historically been very good capital allocators, utilizing buybacks on share weakness. We remain owners. In terms of those names in the portfolio that contributed the most, they were MCOR, Toro, RLI, Primerica, and Watts Water Technology. More on Watts. So Watts Water designs, manufactures, and markets a portfolio of branded plumbing products and systems to wholesale distributors, OEMs, and DIY chains globally. Positively, Watts Water has continued to demonstrate its ability to pass on pricing in this inflationary environment and has also benefited from having the scale to invest in inventory to capitalize on supply chain disruptions felt by companies globally. Lastly, as we move into the first quarter of 2023, what are some of the key considerations you and the team are evaluating from a portfolio perspective? As we move into the new year, inflation and supply chain issues continue to impact markets and the ongoing Russia-Ukraine conflict has only added to the uncertainties and enhanced volatility. The Fed feels like it's setting the stage for easing down the road. Inflation feels like it is subsiding or at least peaking. If we do indeed have a recession, the question is how long does it endure and how hard of a landing will the economy have? These conflicts are showing up in the market performance described above, a roller coaster of up and down months. We continue to believe we are well positioned to ride out the turbulence. Our goal is to find solid companies with business models that can react and persevere in reaction to these pricing pressures and volatility creating and maintaining competitive moats. These are companies that have the ability to pass through pricing while maintaining high customer retention through the value out of their products to its customers. From our perspective, these solid revenue characteristics should mitigate some of the heavy impact they are seeing in profits from these higher input costs. This means we need to have patience and diligence in researching for these companies while monitoring our existing holdings for changes in their structural investment stories, especially now. But our mandate is clear and consistent as we focus on high-quality businesses that we believe should outgrow their markets over the long term and take advantage of this market volatility. John, as always, thank you very much for the time and the insight you provide our listeners, and we look forward to future conversations. Take care. You have just listened to Canecast, hosted by Jordan Greenhouse. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or Spotify. For more of our investing insights, head over to our website, www.cane.com. Canecast is the official podcast series of Kane Anderson Rednick Investment Management. This material is provided as a matter of general information and is not intended to be relied upon as a forecast or research. The opinions expressed herein are those of the speakers and are not necessarily the opinions of CAR or its affiliates, are current as of the date and time of the recording, and are subject to change at any time due to changes in market or economic conditions. The information and opinions contained in this material are derived from proprietary and non-proprietary sources deemed by CAR to be reliable and are not necessarily all-inclusive. CAR does not guarantee the accuracy or completeness of this information. This communication should not be construed as an offer or solicitation to purchase or sell any security. Individuals should consult with a qualified financial professional before making any investment decisions. Reliance upon information in this material 
is at the sole discretion of the listener. To the extent any performance is discussed, past performance is not indicative of future results.